0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, every Wednesday podcast brought to you by frontlinegaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies most of the days of the year, except when Papa Nurgle is just giving a big high five to the planet. Then it gets a little bit more difficult. But uh, you can pick up tabletop gaming goodies at discounts from us here with free shipping options within the continental United States. Oh boy, my name is uh, Reese. I'm your host. With me is the one and only Mr. Franklin. GM Papa. Ooh, it's a strong opening. Ooh, baby, is it ever. So how's everybody doing? Uh, we got an uh, uh, interesting show for you today, obviously. Uh, today, uh, March 25th, 2020, in the middle of an interesting time in the world. We do have a, a global pandemic sweeping around the world, doing all kind, causing all kinds of mayhem. And uh, we've got further disruption, which we want to talk to you about today. But try and keep things positive, because this will pass, as all things do. So let's dive in and talk about what is going on in the Games Workshop hobby this week. Probably more hobby than playing, I would uh, assume. Yeah, definitely. So this week's pre-order is the new Psychic Awakening book. It's called Saga of the Beast. And there's an accompanying uh, box to set, Prophecy of the Wolf. Super popular, really cool. Comes with the new Gaz and Ragnar and some orcs and some Space Wolf uh, goodness in there. However, uh, if you have a, if you subscribe to the Games Workshop newsletter or you just were online, you probably saw that yesterday, Tuesday, the 24th of March, Games Workshop announced a very abrupt uh, shutting down of operations. It was, uh, there was no forewarning. It just, it just came out of nowhere. So they are not shipping any product right now. What that means is if you put in a pre-order for this product with us, first of all, thank you. We really need... We need those orders right now. Business is obviously slowed down as it for us as it has for many many people. Um, we will ship that to you as soon as you get it. It sounds like we're going to get it uh, the second week of April. Um, you know, if you could hang in there and be patient with us, we would extremely appreciate it. Uh, if you pre-ordered with one of your local game stores and you're not in financial distress yourself, strongly consider just kind of riding this out and not asking for a refund because. Uh, especially a lot of game stores that don't have an online presence like we do, are even in worse shape, um, they really need that revenue. So if you can be patient, awesome. If you can't, you know, it's understandable. You got to do what's best for you um, and your relative to your financial situation. So for those of you who did put in that order and you don't mind waiting, we'll get it to you as soon as we can. To our knowledge, nobody has it. So there's, you know, you're not gonna be able to find it anywhere as far as we understand it. Um, Just, you know, hang in there if you can
1: positive from it though it'll be like Christmas because you'll forget about it and then all of a sudden they'll show up in the mail and you're like oh, oh sweet oh, I
0: forgot about that sweet yeah.
1: <laughs> I know it's look at the light side
0: speaking of which to uh, as a to that uh, point Frankie um, my nerddom has evolved into a whole different level I finally did something oh. I've never done before so everybody who listens a game
1: of 40k that's what it was yeah
0: really yeah no it hasn't gone that far yet <laughs> uh, as everybody who's listened to this podcast knows I'm a huge Berserk fan wearing my berserk sweater right now actually yep. and uh i started ordering the collector's edition of berserk um really nice super nice books and they're three volumes per book yeah. but uh the, the the algorithm got me Uh-oh. they they showed me dark horse comics just came out with a custom uh uh berserk collector's edition book uh, bookends so it's it's the it's guts's sword it's huge. It's ludicrously big and it holds the books, right? It's bookends for the, the collection of books. And I was like, "That's cool." I, I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, are we prepared to go to this level? If, Cause I want to buy this it's 200 bucks, by the way, probably yeah. not the smartest decision, but especially right now, especially <laughs> right now. But I was in, they won't ship until possibly September. Oh yeah. You I was like, waited. I was like, I'm going to forget. Waited. I was like, I'm going <laughs> like, to forget. I even got, it. and I'm really disciplined, uh, Financially, I'm very disciplined. I don't impulse buy very frequently, yeah. but I, I just it hit the right notes. And then the girlfriend gave the thumbs up. She's like, "I won't be embarrassed to have this in the house." House, and I was like, "Okay, cool." Boom. I was right like, "Over it, the bed." <laughs> that's she's goes. like, "It can go in the office." I was like, "Fair enough." <laughs> that's, that's fair. Fair enough. For sure. So yeah, kind of like in the same note, I was like, I bought it now, and then I yeah, the, you'll forget about it. By yeah. the time it comes and it comes, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I go cool. I forgot I even got this thing.
1: Well, it was funny because it takes you back before the age of Amazon, right? Like things used to take a lot longer to ship. ship right? yeah. Even and there's still some things that take a long time, but uh, for the most part, you're getting things like next day, and it kind of evolves <sighs> you into this thing where you're like, you well, think "I spent that's the money, normal. so now I need it now." Yeah. But this takes you back, and then, like you said, it'll be a nice welcome surprise. When oh yeah. Like, oh oh yeah.
0: Because by then we should be through this whole business too. Like everything oh, I'm reading yeah. is that largely it will have it will have passed by then. Yeah. Who knows? So it'll be like it'll be like a nice little little gift, right? Exactly. Like you survived. You yeah, made it. Hopefully,
1: but yeah. Like we said, with everything uh, that's getting canceled or uh, like orders not being able to ship, um, if you guys can, of course, with anybody, not just us, but a yeah. local game store, um, just show some support and show some patience would be greatly appreciated to everybody.
0: It means a lot, especially with GW not shipping, and then Alliance Games and Diamond, who distributes almost all of the comic books in the United States of America. And Alliance is one of the is possibly the biggest. Um, tabletop games distributor in the United States of America, they also hit pause on the same day abruptly without any warning. There must've been some reason. I. It's gotta be a liability issue. Also an ethics issue, right? You don't want oh, your, sure, you don't want your you workers to get sick. sick. Yeah. Um, and then also a, a worry of like, you know, we could perhaps we get litigated against and We lose our whole company. Who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating, yeah. but there's a lot of game stores and comic book shops out there right now that are like the grim reaper just swept into the room. And I, I I can't even imagine what that feels like if you're just a traditional, uh, brick and mortar that hangs your shingle. And that's literally, that's all the revenue for your business. That's how it comes in. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not getting anything to sell for weeks. That is gotta be horrifying. So
1: yeah, I mean, it's going to affect everybody, but definitely if that's your only income is for people to come into your store, like that would,
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But let's, you know, let's turn to brighter things because people are getting bombarded with this news. We don't want to be, we want to help you think about gaming and be a diversion. But uh, just on that note, if you can press pause and kind of let them sit on that, that revenue for a little while, it's going to be really, really helpful for them. You it, know, it's very meaningful for a small business to to be able to use that money to pay payroll and all that kind of stuff. So they don't have to fire their employees yep. um, and all that other you know negative stuff. But in other news, Games Workshop did preview some cool stuff, which is upcoming. Now, uh, kind of a question mark as to when it'll come out, but it will eventually come out. Uh, really cool stuff for uh, Blackstone Fortress. The you know the legendary Zotes, which for those of you who are relatively new to the hobby, and by that I mean in the last like two decades, <laughs> you might not even know what a Zote is. Zotes are throwbacks to Rogue Trader. You know, like thirty years ago at this point, um, they were the what became Tyranids, if you can believe that. Um, kind of a goofy-looking lizard man thing. I think they look cool. They are cool. They are. Co- I, I, I totally agree. They're very cool. And I mean, they look way cooler than the old ones. That's sure. for The old ones are. They're from the '80s, dude. They're <laughs> yeah. '80s, early '90s. Yeah, it's like totally different back then. It was all hand sculpted. Yep. But uh, very cool miniatures and a really a neat throwback to the past. Yep. They also previewed some new Necromunda models. Um, they've really been supporting the heck out of this game more than I had anticipated, quite frankly. Yeah, I uh, got some Goliath models that look really, really cool. Got some got some big hammers and armor and shotguns and all the fun stuff from Necromunda. Uh, as well as some heavy weapons, troopers look like they're carrying like heavy boulders and stuff Dude, like that.
1: the heavy flamer guys. Sick.
0: Yeah, they look amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, really, really cool models. I can, I've actually never played Necromunda. No, me neither. In all the years I've been doing this, reading about it, always thinking it looked cool. I, for whatever reason, I just have not played it. Yeah. Uh, yet. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. And then, again, another really interesting and fun little teaser that they put out uh, yesterday, I believe it was, or it might have been two days ago, was uh, Warhammer the Old World, which is a, a revival, it, it seems, of Warhammer fantasy Looking more and more like it's going to be a Forge World product, which does make make sense. Yeah, Forge World's good at extremely high quality, low volume models, and that's what the sales figures were telling us that Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy ended up being. Yep. And they previewed uh, Kislev, which is, uh, in my opinion, always been one of the coolest parts of the 40k universe. They are like, uh, imagine you know, uh, Hussars or you know Polish or Russian, you know, medieval warriors, uh, kind of a mix of a lot of different cultures, but, uh, from a, from, from like a snowy Northern area, I, I think like Hussars would be like the best, um, kind of comparison, hmm. uh, that you would think of if you're a history buff, like I am really, really cool. And I cannot, I really can't wait to see what they do oh, yeah. I mean, with it.
1: Forge World releases amazing models anyway, so exciting to see.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's going to be some glorious mustaches on oh. these gentlemen. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. The preview picks were very intriguing. I liked it. So we have exciting news. We have a brand new FLG mat. This one is called Toxic Desert, and as the name would imply, it evokes a scene of a desert environment that has been, you know, polluted or maybe it's just the nature of the world or realm or whatever you want to play it as. Yeah, very cool. It's a kind of a sandy, cracked, deserty appearance with some green, oozy, toxic pools. Very fun, Matt, it could be easily used for uh, sci-fi, for fantasy, uh, it could even be used in a modern setting. Yeah. Really, really cool. And we are offering it, due to the uh, trying economic times that we are in right now, a lot of people are trying to make their hobby dollar go as far as possible. We're offering it at a 20% discount during the release period, which is from now through April 8th, 2020. So if you want to pick up a new mat, we would super appreciate it if you did, because um, that's one of the only things we can actually sell right now. (laughs) So if you could, please do, and we will get that shipped out to you as soon as possible. Uh, We are low on a couple, we don't have a couple sizes available right now because inventory is low and um, shipments have slowed down. So uh, we're hoping to get a restock next month. But uh, we do have available in the most popular sizes, six by four, et cetera. So if you want to grab one, please do and save some monies. And remember, within the continental United States, uh, orders are $99 and up, ship free.
1: Boom. Save that money.
0: Save the monies. So big news in the ITC. Um, we have had the stance up until this point in time that uh, we expect every event organizer to follow local guidelines. And for the most part, and when I say that, local guidelines in relationship to... How big of an event should you or can you have? Um, you know, should you cancel your event? Should you postpone your event? Whatever, should you switch it to a league? Whatever the case may be. And for the most part, the community, the ITC community, has done what needs to be done. Events, the volume of events is down almost ninety percent globally from what a normal weekend would be as of last week. And last weekend of all the events that were actually reported through BCP, um, there was only a handful of them. All of them, except one, were under 10 people, which is following, to my knowledge, what the current CDC guidelines are. It varies from area to area what those are. Um, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor, et cetera. Uh, and there was only one event that was, I think, 14 people that was recorded on BCP. So for the most part, it, this, what we're about to say it didn't even need to be said because people are just doing it anyway. right? But then it has come to our attention. There was a couple of events that were told to shut down that didn't, and they, you know, they went on anyway. So... Um, there are some people who are behaving in ways that are probably irresponsible given the current situation. So we felt it necessary to take a step further. We don't like to do this, you know, the independent tournament circuit is meant to be independent. <laughs> it's meant to be, a, a, a more of a Confederacy than a, you know, a dictatorship or whatever. Uh, we, we've always taken the stance that we are not a governing body. We're not here to tell you what to do. We're here to, to provide guidance and to help provide some leadership and help, people work together as a team so that we can have a really cool, big, inclusive community. Um, But it is given the current circumstances, we felt that it was necessary to take a further step than we normally would. Um, We don't like telling people what to do. We don't like being told what to do. But um, the the policy has shifted to um, where we're at right now, which is we have pulled every token in the in the in the world, meaning that no event right now can get any points. However, uh, given the fact that the ITC is a global community, right? And then there's no season. This isn't like basketball or football or baseball where there's a set period of time which this occurs because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, the NBA stopped. The ITC should stop. And I'm like, well, the ITC is basically a perpetual thing. The season begins and ends on the same day. Right? Like the the end of the LVO is the beginning and the end of the ITC. it's it's always happening. Which could
1: be argued as a season, but
0: it, I mean technically, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a three hundred and sixty five day yeah. season. <laughs> um, so it, it's just it, the point I'm trying to make is that it is different, right? It's apples and oranges, right? And whereas something like the NBA is occurring only within the United States, which has a very clear set of rules that we're all supposed to be following, um the ITC is different. So in order to do what needs to be done, but then also to be flexible and try to think forward, think about not where we're at today, think about what we're going to be at in a couple months. Um, And then also to think about different parts of the world are experiencing this on different timelines, right? So we're trying to build a system that encourages people to do what needs to be done to to get this over with behind us as soon as possible, but also to be flexible, right? It appears at this point in time that um, events... And, you know, countries like Korea or China are probably going to be able to get started before everybody else. Right. Places like the U.K. are just now starting to hit this. America is going into what we have been told is going to be like the peak of it in the next two weeks. New Zealand is just now getting into it. places like the Philippines. Same thing. It's just now hitting. So in order to to be fair and equitable, you need to be flexible. Um, So what we're doing is we pump the brakes for now and then we're empowering regional reps to, with a ton of support from the ITC administration, that's us, and the group of global ITC tournament organizers. Everyone's gonna be working together to to go check, well, okay, what are the local guidelines, all right? Um, So if you're running an event and you're in a place that your event is safe by what the experts are telling you to do, resubmit for your token to your nearest regional rep and they will help to determine if they can issue the token or not.
1: Yep, and only uh, resubmit if it's like a week out from your event, because I mean, we won't know until it's that close anyways. Yeah.
0: So what this means in effect, right? Because when we floated the idea and we had the ITCTO community kind of uh, debate it, is what this means in effect is that if you are in places where they're telling you not to congregate in groups of five or more or 10 or more, which to my knowledge, again, I don't know all of this off the top of my head, to my knowledge is North America, Europe, the UK and Asia right now, then the, you're, the, effectively the tournament season is being paused completely, right? You might be able to participate in a league. Uh, I know some league organizers are, are even pausing their leagues in an abundance of caution and we're telling people in the position to make that choice to follow your conscience, right? Like we can't tell you to go above or beyond what the experts are telling you because we're not experts, right? We're telling you to follow what you're being told uh, to do by your local government authorities. Um, And if you want to even press pause on a league, which is one-on-one play, and when we say league, just to clarify, we're assuming that it's two people playing just two people, not going to your game store and playing league night where there's maybe 20 people, right? Right. Um, we're assuming it's like a one-on-one league playing in someone's garage, right? Which we're being told is that is safe. But if you don't, if that is even going too much for you, don't do it. Like my league, I was supposed to play a league game yesterday and my opponent was like, Hey man, do you mind if we just wait? I was like, dude, no problem. Yeah. Like don't sweat it. I live with my girlfriend. We don't have any kids around. There's no old people around. I'm not worried as much, but if you are in a position where that's the case, then you should probably, you know, follow your conscience
1: yeah i mean it it really and truly you got to do what's best for yourself and for uh those uh around you that you care about like you got to do what's best for your family all that so i mean if you don't feel comfortable going to an event that is technically safe to go to don't go
0: yeah exactly you got to be responsible for yourself right like we're going to provide guidance and 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 push a little bit here because we feel like it's necessary at this stage but Ultimately, every single person is going to have to make that choice for themselves. Yep.
1: Right? That's basically why we're putting, uh, for the most part, it on pause is for the safety of everybody because we, we do care about everybody in our community and we want everybody to be safe. So This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges. So you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com.
0: Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash Spotify.
1: This is the best course of action.
0: We hope, yeah. I mean, again, everyone's kind of figuring this out as we go. But yeah, we feel like this is the right the right call to make. So what this means for the future and the present, right, Um, let's say you're running an event in, I don't know, I'm just gonna make something up, I don't know if this place actually has. Let's just say Country X, which is currently experiencing zero COVID-19, right? And you've been working for a year, putting a ton of money and effort and time into trying to get your event up and running, you ping your local uh, regional rep, and they they go check and they go, okay, you're in Country X, they're being told it's fine, you're gonna be fine, right? I don't think that applies to very many people, but we're just trying to be fair. More realistically, as we go into the future, and people are getting the all clear, which China is starting to, Korea is, um, you know, hopefully the rest of us soon. On a flexible basis, they're going to start issuing those tokens so that you can have your event um, as it's fair and as it's safe to do so.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And that's probably not going to be for a while. So needs to just batten down the hatches and be patient. Um, and one of the other fun things we're planning on, on doing, I'm, I'm, I'm working on the technical aspect of it is that we're looking at trying to have a global hobby track competition. So those of you who are at home painting, but you can't go to an event and get your hobby points, that's at least something we can probably do. Kind of bend the rules of what we normally do, and I'm working on how to make that happen. I'm pretty confident I figured it out. So if we can do that, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, uh, you'll be able to post pictures of what you've been working on while you're um, hang, you know, hunkering down. And then we'll, we'll, we'll structure it as like a giant hobby competition. You can get some hobby track points, you know, more of a, a gesture than anything, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Right. And then for the, uh, some of the feedback we've gotten on this, the way we're going to roll this out in regards to the competitive track, some people have expressed the idea, well, it's not fair. If people can play while well, I can't play, they're going to get points. I can't get points at this point in time for the season. I think it, we should not really be too focused on that and instead try to show empathy to, to your fellow gamer, try to think about building and maintaining community. Because if, if people who have been in quarantine or lockdown or self-isolation or social distancing, or whatever the heck you want to call it, have been doing it for months already, and some of us are just now going into it, as soon as they come out of it and they want to go play again, it's not going to be, they're not going to want to hear, it's not going to feel fair to them, oh, you can't participate and tell people on the other side of the planet or out of this when they might've just started the process and they might be in it for months. So we're trying to be flexible and fair to everybody. So don't worry too much about the the rankings. A lot of people compete for regional rankings anyway. Um, And and instead think about how we can all work together as a community to try and support each other and just try to, to keep, keep things going in as much as we can.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because like we said, I mean, this is everybody's hobby. So, and what better way to, get out of this slump um, and go in and have some fun, play a hobby, meet some cool people. Um, As long as it's safe, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this will, I mean, I think uh, this will all, it'll be more clear that this, you know, why this plan is what it is as we kind of get the, the, the kind of ease into this, you know what I mean? Like it'll be more evident like, Oh, okay. Uh, You know, events in, in Japan, I'm just throwing a name out there like the Japanese government has said, it's fine, go out and do your stuff. Well, yeah, of course it's fair to let them go ahead and start doing that, right? Like, and I think that'll become more clear as we get to that point, which yeah. is, it might take a while, right? Uh, we're just trying to be forward thinking and make a, and have a policy that is flexible. And for everybody that's getting their event canceled, man, we feel for you. Oh yeah, as yeah I mean,
1: that's, a, that's a tough decision. Um, it's it's also, I mean, it's not, it's it's for the safety of everybody, but it's just tough financially, like, yeah. especially if you have a little money into the, uh, terrain and uh, venue and all that stuff, uh, already locked down. Once it gets canceled, you're like, Oh no. Yeah. And oh, like, I refund this. I don't get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and like, again, as we've been saying, um, if you are in a position financially to just consider your ticket, a donation to the event, because try to be empathetic that they are getting financially blasted.
1: Yeah. Crucified.
0: Canceling an event is extraordinarily expensive to the event organizer. Yeah. So, um, again, you do what you got to do. If you're in financial distress, you got to make the right decision for yourself. For sure. But if you are not, or if you are in a position to defer it or delay it or be like, Hey man, I could use the money, but I can wait a month or you know what? Consider it a donation to the cause, use that and give it to somebody who needs it. Or maybe I can apply it to a ticket for the next year. Like what Adepticon has been doing. If you can consider it strongly because. These people took a big financial risk to provide an event for your pleasure, usually not making or even losing money if the event even <laughs> happened. Yeah, and now they're in a position where they could be just getting devastated. So, consider it if it's something that you that you can do. Um, consider it as a as a as a donation or you know a, a charitable a charitable act.
1: Yeah, and again, like we all understand and everything, just just be understanding with all all the people. We're all in this together. Yeah, <laughs> we're all a family. We're all in the same hobby, let's let's just all work together to make this all work. So just yeah, good understanding.
0: Yeah, hundred I hundred percent agree, with Frankie. So yeah, keep your eye out for that uh, that, that digital hobby track competition. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure I have figured out how to do it with the technology available to us. Um, we might not be able to do it all at once because I don't know if we depending on how much participation it gets, so I might have to just do it like by region by region. It'd you probably know? be better to do that anyways. Yeah. I mean, we're all we're all doing this on the fly, right? So bear with us.
1: I'm gonna submit the best painted spore mine you've ever seen. Ooh, I like
0: it. I like it. W. Um, I know I've got a bunch of tieronids sitting on my shelf at home, and I can't find my clippers and my knife. I'm like. God dang it. The one time I really am motivated and have time to hobby, I can't actually do it. Dude, the
1: memes that are coming out are so funny. Yeah.
0: Quarantine,
1: yay, I'm going to paint all my models. And then it goes, after quarantine, didn't paint any models. You're like, yep.
0: (laughs) I actually (laughs) I actually want to. Like, I went and found all my paints and my brushes, but I can't find my knife or my clippers. So I'm like, gosh dang it. I got some uh, tuning warriors staring at me in a box. I'm going to put them together. Um, And I'll have to dig it up. And hilariously, uh, many of the painters are weren't working from home, so I can't even like borrow any from anybody. Like, no. uh, at any rate, um, I didn't include any completed commission uh, pictures in this uh, week's show notes, they look but I'll, I'll add it in if you. I'll add them in post, uh, we'll fix it in post. But uh, we recently painted up a really, really beautiful Eremon mm-hmm. and uh, some Space Wolves that look fantastic. Very apropos considering the current release. Yeah. Um, if you are not of the mind, Patreon models. Now's a great time to send in a commission. It's a challenge to get some of the models right now. We'll get over that hump, hopefully next uh, second week of April. But a lot of our painters are also in lockdown, so oh yeah, there's plenty of work. They got time to work, baby. Ready. So if um, this could be a great time to get a commission done, uh, because a lot of the painters could use they could use the money, and they're not able to leave their house.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you have the models, like definitely. The the queue, uh, especially for our paint studios, uh, down quite a bit. So.
0: Indeed, and also a really good time to get out there and play uh, some video games. I know a lot of companies are offering discounts on games right now via Steam. Uh, want to give a big shout out. Uh, we've we've become very good friends with the people at Riot Games. They just donated 1.5 million dollars to Corona uh, relief in Los Angeles County where they're located. Yep. Really cool to see uh, gamers. Pitching in and helping.
1: Super exciting,
0: yeah. So yeah, I mean, get out there, uh, take a look at some of the the new Riot games, um, and if you do decide you want to buy something from them, know that uh, they're they're contributing back to their community. They're good good people. Yeah. Um, they come to they're, they're also big, obviously tabletop games. That's how we become friends with them. So yeah, take take a look at that. Uh, I know I've been playing Dawn of War one Nerd. with uh, the LVO judges, and if if anybody's interested in getting in on that uh, action. We've been playing in the evenings for just a little bit. So um if someone else is out there and like that that sounds like fun, uh you can hit us up on Steam. Uh, I'm easy to find. I'm Reese, exact same there picture I use yeah. for everything. And um it'd be fun to get some games in.
1: Most what, people probably haven't even heard of that game because it's as old as dirt. It's not that it's old old Reese. It's like 50 years old it's i think it's like
0: 17 years old something no, like that. Yeah. Yeah. or 15 years old
1: but it, it actually it, it's a really fun game and what's cool is you get to play with like all the different factions yeah like, except for tyrannous except
0: for Dang it! i know at the time <laughs> i was like dude why don't you guys come with tyrannous like it's at the time the technology wouldn't support
1: it no yeah there's too many
0: yeah and it was funny too because uh uh we've been playing and i'm like oh man i forgot how fun this game is it's really fun and then i was like i forgot also how horrible the pathfinding oh yeah oh, is in this game horrible i'll click i'm like it oh yeah, everybody go over here half yeah. the guys are going backwards yeah. it's like a like a bomb exploding or like someone farted and they're all running in every possible direction away from it <laughs> i'm like no idiots <laughs> wait, wait, go, wait, go, wait, go wait. forward dang it because <laughs> i play guard too so it's like there's a lot of dudes yeah i'm always like ah, oh, you dummies like go in the same direction please <laughs> But it's still super fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. What have you been playing? Uh, what have you been doing to occupy yourself in lockdown?
1: Uh, I've been playing some WoW. And then uh, I just downloaded Warzone. So we're doing that. And then uh, Adrienne decided she wanted to play some uh, games, too. So we downloaded a, uh, it's like a Mario kind of type game. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my <laughs> we're girlfriend. playing that. <laughs> are you enjoying this game or are you just doing it to be nice? Yeah,
1: no, it's cool. It's a It's a fun game, so.
0: My girlfriend just got Animal Crossing.
1: Ooh, Animal Crossing. That's oh, always fun. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was funny because this beefy guy at the at the deli... Yeah. Um, she was just chatting with him, and he... Like, this big, burly guy with a beard. Like, a picture of a Nevada man. Yeah. And... Uh, they start chatting, and she's like, "Oh, I just got a, so some video games to, to pass time." He's like, "Yeah, me too. I just got Animal Crossing." She's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "What?" <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you would have been playing like Extreme Deer Hunter or something like that. <laughs> <Watch out. laughs> yeah. So yeah, I um, I I mostly play RPGs uh, when I play video games, and I have uh, Pillars of Eternity too. Uh, Dead fires, hands down my favorite RPG of all time, and. um, I'm playing, I've been playing it a lot while I'm waiting for Baldur's Gate three to come out, which I cannot wait for. Yeah. And, uh, I played it all the way through so many times and now I'm like starting to get into the mods. Ooh. So now I'm like <laughs> just ludicrous stuff. <laughs> like one of my characters has a glowing Afro. Ooh, um, that sounds yeah. Every, like I have like one guy, like just ridiculous ludicrous stuff now just to have fun. Yeah. Right. Like I downloaded this one mod. It's like a, you could throw an ax that like explodes and just like blows up everybody. It's just silly. Right. I've actually downloaded Skyrim again. That's where I'm at.
1: Dude, I tried to play Skyrim. I just could not get into it.
0: Skyrim remastered is really, really, really fun. Yeah. And dude, if you want to talk about the mod community, Oh dude, there's so many mods for that, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. out of control. Yeah, and I bought a bunch of books. Um, I'll be reading.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is quite like good. seriously, great time to, uh, hang out with your family. Um, Breed a lot, do. We're, we're starting to do chores and crap around the house. So
0: I got to ask you this one, because uh, uh, not not to be a downer, but it's it's interesting. It's, it's it's humorous if you look at it from a certain perspective. But I guess uh China had a, a spike in divorces after Ooh, the launch. Ouch! Have you been feeling it with your significant other?
1: No, no, definitely not.
0: My my girlfriend and I never ever fight, and yeah. we've had a couple. Uh-oh. we've had a couple Uh-oh. little, and we have to like take a step back and like, hey. You're in Everything's gonna be fine. Like it's all good.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, the statistic that I was reading is like it's, <laughs> like, expect divorces and children. Like, oh yeah. A lot of people getting pregnant. I was like,
0: geez. Corona babies inbound. Anyways,
1: Ooh. that's that's enough about us. Hope you guys are having fun. Hope you guys are playing video games. Uh, stay safe.
0: Paint some models. Paint some models. And, Part- uh, participate in a league if it's safe to do sure. so, yeah. and if not,
1: just you know, just hobby it up.
0: Hobby it up and buy stuff from us, please. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, have a good one.